Once upon a time in a land called Upper East, a beautiful girl met a beast. But while the beast locked himself in a tower of ennui, the girl found herself a prince. His name? Oh, hey. Hi. Welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season four, episode 20, two more until wow. the finale. Episode titled The F- The Princesses and the Frog, original air date May 2nd, 2011, written by Leela Gerstein, directed by Andrew McCarthy. Blair's dreams appear to be coming true, but Serena threatens to jeopardize it all by dredging up Blair's past. Charlie befriends Vanessa, <laughs> who may or might may or may not have hidden agendas. Nate is torn between his relationship with Rena and a truth he must keep hidden out of loyalty to Chuck. Also, befriend is a strong word. Befriend is a very strong word. Friend There's of me. no friendship friend there. Of me. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, girl. I knew it was coming. It's just a matter of time. And I'm going to say it. Poor Vanessa. Poor Vanessa. Again, like she inserted herself, though, so maybe not. True. She did insert herself. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my glass full of gossip tonight is titled The Grimaldi, which was sparkling lavender soda that I got at Uncle Juice Pie's mic. And it's made in France. So I felt like it was fitting. It was perfect. It's like a, cl- a classy soda. Of course, the Grimaldi's would drink lavender. Yeah soda it was very light it was light and it almost had a very tiny purple hue you know what i was thinking though i wonder if the light was glaring off of the shade of your shirt that's very 100 percent possible bliss <laughs> is wearing a mauve <laughs> like a dusty rose a dusty actually ro- a dusty rose color um yeah that's 100 percent accurate and that's probably what happened but hey we're living in the fantasy world tonight and it was good <laughs> and it was good uh so my three gossip birds for last week was crush which you nailed it for charlie ring you also nailed that for blair and producer which i knew i threw the wrench in at you uh with that one but that was for rufus i'm so glad i didn't guess that and i'm so happy we're giving him something oh my goodness rufus you had more than two lines in an episode i'm so happy for you yeah yeah it was good to see him back in some sort of storyline at least uh so let's start out with the possible princess Blair. So Blair and Louis, they're very much hot and heavy. They are like two little teenagers, very much giggling and cutesy. But do you feel passion there? No, I don't feel the passion. I like Louis, though. I like Louis. I think he's a great guy. And I like that Blair likes him. But I don't see that, like, spark. No, I, cause uh. I, and I don't know if it's because we saw it with Padge or I right. have pear eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do. I just think Louis falls fast. Well, so does Blair. And Blair falls for, like, the life fast. Yes. So yes. the fact, it, like, just sped everything up as Dorota was saying. So Blair and Serena, they meet up in the bathroom Still a little bit icy from the Dan kiss fiasco, but Serena does apologize and says that she did overact. However, 
it doesn't matter anyway because she was stirring up shit on the side. But right. we'll get to that. So they make up, of course, as Blair and Serena typically do. So the girls start to talk about Louis and how quickly everything is escalating. And then Dorota comes in and she says, Miss Blair, you need to chill it because you're moving way too fast. Blair ignores this. She believes it's fairy tales and princes. You always move fast. And it's just the norm in this type of situation. So Blair mentions how Louis is next in line to rule and his parents take his relationships obviously very seriously and he hopes that and she hopes that his family is going to like her. So later on she meets with Sophie, Louis's mom, and Louis she's berating Louis. She's like, I cannot believe this. This is unacceptable. You are soon to be engaged. And Blair is like, what? Yeah, and he's like, wait, I do have to tell you something. <laughs> right, he has a secret. This is awkward, and then the mom comes in. The mom comes in, and she's like, you're going to be in an engaged man. And Blair hears this upset, of course. She runs out. So Louis comes in later with flowers, and he tries to explain to her, I I need to get engaged, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, we could... <laughs> and we could just court each other while being engaged is pretty much like what he's saying. And so he tells Blair, my mom has brought out the 10 most like astounding choices for me to for suitors for myself. And they're going to have a cocktail party in which they can all canoodle and that Sophie can meet them and hopefully impress the royal court. So he says the deal was I told my mom that you are going to be invited as well and make a good impression um, on her there so later that day Blair tries to impress Sophie but Sophie ain't having it she brings out the gossip girl receipts I mean she is delivered gets them delivered yeah. she doesn't even know they're coming and they just arrive in her lap yeah she's like I don't think you're the right choice here's x y and z of all the reasons why what do you think of the receipts the receipts were I mean a few of them yes Blair in high school did get herself involved with getting a teacher pretty much kicked out and she did all the things we know she did i know but i feel that being traded for the hotel should have been used against her right not her fault not her fault that shouldn't i get that that was in there but it shouldn't be used against her right like the the things she did or that happened to her after high school kind of were out of her control yeah so now blair knows that Sophie knows all these bad things about her and she says well Louis doesn't think of me in that way he knows my past he still wants to be with me but Sophie is of course less than thrilled so sidebar for Serena because I honestly don't know where else to shove her in but she kind of works in this scenario so later on Serena is on the phone with Blair who is spilling all of the info on Louis and his mother and Eric can tell his sister knows something more than she's letting on so Serena admits that she was the one to tell Louis about uh, Sophie about Louis and Blair to sabotage them, but it actually worked out in Blair's favor anyway. So Eric is sweet. He's trying to defend Blair. You know, Blair has her happiness. Why are you messing with that? And Serena believes that she isn't into Louis. She's just into the title and the possibility. I mean, valid. 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 <laughs> also, I love the way that Eric was like, wow, you sound very much like Jenny. Yeah. I know this I know tone. the scheme. You're, you're a little Blair Waldorf here. And so back to Blair's day, Blair practices with Dorota on uh, all about Monaco and the royal people for the cocktail party. And Louis then c- 
comes and gifts Blair this dress to wear to the event. Very beautiful dress. Serena walks in and Blair invites Serena to come with her to the party for moral support. And Serena's like, oh, okay. I mean, she's so like, please come with me. You're my best friend my ever. Best friend. Hugs her. And you, you might just, be my maid of honor. Yeah. And you just see Serena's face of like, just like oh. oh my gosh, you're actually really happy. You're really happy. I potentially could have messed this up for you. Yeah. Wait till you find out, pretty much. <laughs> so at the party, Blair is pretty impressive with the royal court. She's talking to everyone. She knows all the tea and everyone, and she's calling them out. And then Chuck arrives. Yeah. Very intoxicated. He wants to talk to Blair. Serena tries to interject and say that, you know, leave her alone. But Chuck does make his way over to Blair and tells him that he needs to leave. And he's like, uh, this is ridiculous. Louis is an imposter. I'm the love of Blair's life telling Sophie uh, that anyone else is just, you know, an, an idiot for thinking otherwise. So then Chuck loudly embarrasses Blair in front of Louis's family and kind of outs her for not even having feelings for Louis. Like, you don't even have feelings for him. I'm Tell everyone that you love me. And he grabs her hand. He's like going to try and put his engagement ring that he bought for her all those months ago on her finger. And when she pulls her hand away, they knock over this whole tray of drinks. Poor waiter has to clean this all up. And Sophie's like, out, go. So later that night, back at the Waldorfs, Serena go over the Serena and Blair go over the night's events, and Serena mentions that she sort of feels badly for Chuck. Like, whose side are you on? Whose side are you on, Serena? Why are you feeling badly for Chuck? I don't feel badly whatsoever for Chuck. I, you know, listen, <laughs> we know. He loves We Blair. get it. And, and, you know, I'm sure in their group, they're like, they're endgame, right? Like, in, right. in the world of Gossip Girl, we're like, we know Chuck and Blair belong together. They've just, they can't admit and that's it. that's what Serena said. I always thought right. your prince was here in New York. But no, the way he acted... And the way he's been acting and you're seeing your friend in another light. You're right. just bitter about Padge. I think she's just bitter. A tiny bit. Yeah. So she can't believe that Blair can't believe that Serena is saying these words. How can you take his side on this? And oh, by the way, don't forget, I know that you sent Sophie those Gossip Girl blasts about me. <laughs> and Serena's like, uh, yeah, I was going to tell you about that. Well, no, it doesn't work like that. No. Blair is pissed she's pissed and so she heads upstairs this whole conversation is heard by louis mind you so louis approaches blair and tells her that he does not care what his family says about her and he wants to fight for her happiness because she said that louis makes her happy yeah that is generally happy with joy yeah I, I liked that he did hear that it was yeah like behind the scenes and her truth of being like you know louis actually brings me joy it's the first time right. i felt joy but here's the thing. I actually feel like it's temporary joy and it's topical joy mm-hmm. and it's to distraction joy. Yeah. I like Louis, but I don't. It's like I sigh with Serena here of like, I don't actually think you love him as right. much as you think but you I do. But I also don't want her to be with Chuck. No, of course not. <laughs> and in that sense, it's like, oh, no, Chuck acted very poorly out tonight. Line. Yeah. Yes, he gets extremely aggressive, almost to the point where he was really like forcing his hand yeah, on her Yeah, this is hand. the first time he's grabbing her tonight. Not I just want to mark that. First, first yeah. time tonight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's not good. 
And yes, while I do think Louis is a good choice, I don't think she knows how she feels. Right. Just yet. You know, she she realizes this is a great opportunity, but that's what it is. It's an opportunity for She's you to have a, di- a, yes, a, yeah. di- a different life. Right. So he proposes. He gets down on one knee. Blair's smiling. And then we kind of cut scene, but we do learn that Blair does say yes. Yeah. And she calls her mother to tell her the good news. But before that, she sees Chuck. So let's circle back to Chuck. Not that I want to. We have to. He starts out the episode super depressed. Got the facial hair, which like, hey, stab above. Yeah, no, the the scruff looks looks good. It looks good. You don't need to shave your face. No. And so he calls his private eye to tell him to stop investigating the fire because he believes the videotape of Bart and Avery were circumstantial. There's no hard proof there. Chuck is clearly going through it, having a really rough few weeks and dealing with the possibility that his dad was a murderer and he's day drinking as Chuck typically does. And then Nate thinks it's maybe because Blair's with a new Royal Prince Louis but Chuck admits it has nothing to do with that. Chuck pleads to Nate, please get Raina to stop looking for her mother again. And Nate at least promises to try. <laughs> Nate's way of trying is I, I Nate. Know. But, but also you know. that is re- that's a really tough situation that's to be in. That's so hard and difficult to put your friend in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, later on, Andrew brings Chuck a letter that has fallen out of the boxes of Bart's things. And the letter states, you know how much you mean to me, but I can't do this anymore. I'm so sorry, Avery. Ooh, affair. So Chuck then realizes Avery and Bart were an item and possibly having an affair behind Russell's back. And that letter must have been her goodbye to Bart, which confirms motive that Bart would kill Avery. Chuck's like convinced now that his dad has done this. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's the the proof is right there. Yeah. So after Nate talks with Rena, Nate offers to tell Chuck tell Rena for Chuck about the situation and Chuck is like, "Hell no. Do not say anything to her. You can't ever say it. Lie, do whatever you have to do." Nate's like, "I like this girl. You're really going to put me in this position." And Chuck says, well, just break up with her or do something. And Nate points out that, you know, oh, well, you would know something about relationships. You're just upset because Blair is with Louis. And he's like, oh, whatever. That's not going to work out. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's going to a cocktail party in which Louis needs to be engaged and like spills it out. And Chuck is like, what the hell? Like drops a bomb. Yeah. There's another thing to worry about. Yes. Now he's all fired up. He's drunk and fired up calls his driver like we're gonna go crash a party gets all dolled up shaves his face yeah why'd you shave it takes his old engagement ring out from harry winston in from the safe and is on his way to this cocktail party and as we know he starts this huge scene and so later on blair shows up at the empire to talk to him and she tells him she's engaged to louis and he loses his shit just the language i mean he's drunk yeah he's like you're mine yeah what do you mean you're Ugh. mine it's almost like claiming ownership i hate it he's so grabbing much. her Disgusting. using force forceful 
and then like kind of like pins her, which he I pins, hated. He t- I oh, oh my god, I know. I wanted to go through the screen yeah. and just fucking strangle yeah. him. Yeah. No, like the way he went about all of it was absolutely a hundred percent unexcusable, infor- unforgivable in my eyes. And he just lost his temper. He goes, to, he throws a punch and barely misses her face and punches the he glass. He punches the glass. The pain. What did you think that that, that was, what was going to be the outcome of that? And it cuts her face. It cuts her face. It could have cut her eyeball. It could have like he impaled her. He could have hit something. her, her face. He could have hit her. She could have moved the wrong way. Like, oh my God, this was so bad. And I hated every minute of it yeah. and i wish i never had to watch it three times because watching it three times really does things to you let me tell you i'm sure it does so me watching it again everyone in the discord chat is like oh my god this is just absolutely dev- devastating it's awful to watch two people who once loved each other now sh- express their love by violently punching a piece of glass and right shattering it in front of your the one you want to be with like the other thing is like Blair, why did you even go there to get the last word to prove a point? I, I mean, she knew he was going to be wasted. I know she you know? knew, and I guess it's for her to see of like, it was like oh, a I... closure thing, right? Right. But I mean, she got her closure. She walks out with the cut on her cheek, and then Nate like sees the aftermath of it, and he's just disgusting. So speaking of Nate, <laughs> Nate and Raina. Um, have to have their dinner where Nate is distracting Raina, not doing a good job. But, you know, it's Nate. He doesn't know any better. And Raina is super upset because he won't address any of her mother issues and what's going on with that. And he tries to explain to her, well, maybe the truth isn't the easiest to swallow. Maybe you don't want to know it. And she's like, I can't believe that you would even say this. I have a lot of work. I'm going to go. So she's upset. Later on, Chuck presents Nate with a letter from Avery to Bart and Nate's reading it. And he, this is when he's like, I'm going to tell Raina. But she's 100% dead set on finding her mom. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. So later on, Nate heads to see Raina to apologize to her. And he mentions he was trying to protect someone, but not anymore. Right. AKA Chuck and Bart, I guess. Yeah. So he tells her everything. We don't see it, but we see the aftermath of Raina being so devastated. Understands now why her father wanted to take down Bass Industries so badly. And she can see that Nate feels badly for Chuck. Another person feeling badly for Chuck. And she's like, if you're going to be friends with Chuck, like you need to leave. You need to choose between me or Chuck. So Nate leaves. But then after he sees Chuck in his jealous rage, he calls Raina and he's like, I made a mistake. I choose you. <laughs> Which... I don't understand why we had to see this little scene. I know scene of that it. scene we could have done without. Totally could have done just, this. Without. It did make me laugh. I choose you. Yeah. Can I keep you? And Chuck deserves to be miserable. Right. Um, and then we have a scene with Raina and she's calling Ooh. Jack Bass to invite him to town to pretty much help her take down Chuck. And she says, I can't wait to meet you. I and I'm like, wait. he's going to hit on you and oh, try to sleep with he's you. Because he's disgusting. He's disgusting. All so these basses are disgusting. Jack coming back into town next week. Great. Look forward to it. Great. Um, let's go over to Patch. Oh, Patch. <laughs> Patch. <laughs> he's been spending quite some quality time with Charlie, but just friends, of course. Mm-hmm. The two go to coffee and Charlie is like nerding out on the NYU courses Padge is taking and the two are very chummy. When they part, she kisses him. 
goodbye. But like it was close. Yeah, it it was like lowering. It was yeah, cheek, like but it was like we could have just made it a kiss. And if he moved, it would have been lips. Yeah, and our good old friend Vanessa sees. I mean, Vanessa, what the hell? She's just always lurking. She's always lurking. Always. It's just not needed. Ugh. Later on, Charlie is reading a book about how to turn a friend into a boyfriend at a bookstore. When Vanessa approaches her to introduce herself and give her two cents. And she tells Charlie she's going to be studying abroad next semester. And she just wants to make sure that Dan's in good hands with someone that makes him happy. A.K.A. not Serena or Blair. She says she cannot leave until she knows he's okay. (laughs) He's okay. He's safe in the good hands of another woman. You don't even know this girl. You don't even know her. So she, she helps Charlie. She wants to help her swoon Dan into becoming something. That's not awkward. So later, Charlie and Dan do meet up and he needs to explain to her that he doesn't really want a relationship. And sorry if he gave her the wrong impression. She brushes it off, tells him that she isn't crushing him on him. So don't worry about it. It's no big deal. He then invites her to the Brooklyn Loft to meet a band that Rufus is pursuing, and she offers to set up dinner for them. So Patch gives her the keys to the Brooklyn Loft. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We need to, this scene just what? fired me up. I mean, besides the other scenes that are supposed to fire you up. They had this, like, awkward exchange, right? And then she's like, I can make homemade pizzas. And he's like, oh, am I putting you out? And she's like, no, just give me your keys to the loft. And I'll do everything. And he's like, okay. Okay, here's my keys. Why would you give the keys? I don't understand. Like, this logic, I can't get past this logic. I know, but I guess, like, at this point, she's family, you know? Like, she's a a Vander Woodson. Well, she's a Rhodes. But, like, she's Serena's cousin. They've been spending a lot of time together. She's essentially family. She's living in the loft. So I guess, like, to him, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll see her, you know, later. I'll get the key back. It's not that big of a deal to him. But, but to us, we're like, well, that's weird. But also, if you're making pizzas, isn't that something you would do once the guests arrived? It's not like you're going to... Right, like, you don't need to set up so early. Right. Maybe just, like, a few, like, a half hour before, if that. And why can't Dan be there to set up the pizzas and with you? can't Dan let you in? Right. It just, it didn't make sense. It was very strange. Uh-uh. But also, you know, we needed it for story purposes. Sure, so sure, there sure. we go. Yep. Um, so they all show up to the loft. Charlie has gone overboard with a catered dinner and elaborate place settings. And since Charlie's dinner was so extravagant, Rufus has to take the band out to eat and he leaves. And so Dan has to lie to Charlie that the band was canceling, but she catches on knowing that she messed up and she thought they were business associates and not rock stars. The other thing that annoyed me was she said she got contacts and just dropped Lily's credit card number. Drop, dropped her credit card number. So, so this is I, on Lily. Right. And <laughs> I understand that they have taken you in and they are probably financially supporting you in your endeavors while you're in New York, right? And doing whatever you're mm-hmm. doing. But to waste all of this money to prove a point I know. To be manipulative. They don't want us to think about the logistics of it all. But, but the way she no said way it. Can. Oh, I dropped Lily's credit card number. Right? We didn't need to, like, add any of that in. I don't like it. No. So, well, no one else liked it either. And so she tells Dan that she was only doing what Vanessa told her to do. And she must have tried to sabotage her because Vanessa likes Dan. So Dan tells her, oh, it's time for you to become a true Upper East Sider. So he texts Vanessa to meet him at the bookstore, but Charlie ends up going alone. She asks to go alone to face Vanessa. 
So Charlie confronts Vanessa at the bookstore and she tells Vanessa, oh, yeah, everyone thinks that you tried to sabotage me. And Vanessa's like, that's not what happened. And Charlie's like, oh, I know. But now they hate you. Ha ha. They already did at this point. And she's like, yeah, Vanessa, if you really knew how to get him, you wouldn't be leaving the country. Oh and don't God. worry, I'll I'll take care Vanessa, of him. Vanessa, 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 I feel for you kind of She's because like, you uh, keep uh, falling back into this world. Just like, get out and stay hell? out. Oh but also God. the scene with Charlie and Padge of her being like, oh, I lied of just saying I wanted to be friends, but I have more feelings for you than more than that. And he was like, it's okay. It's cute. We're fine. So literally Padge. what Rufus told you not to do right, is like, what don't happened. go, don't jump And you in. know what? And I'm sure Padge is like, wow, the attention on me. This is cool. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 So that was surprising. That was a good. Right? A little good twist knew there. Knew something was happening with her. Yeah. And to sum up the episode, we just had a few uh, Rufus moments in this episode. Lufus, they have been spending a load of time together and cooped up in the loft because of, we know, Lily's house arrest. So Rufus was happy to hear from his old buddy that uh, a band would want to consider him being their manager and producing a, their new indie band called Panic. <laughs> like Panic at the Disco? Yeah, I know. Later on, Rufus tells Eric and Dan that they're having di- that he's having dinner with the band to see how it all works out. And Dan suggests they have dinner at the Brooklyn Loft so that Rufus can show off all of his band memorabilia and plaques and medals and whatever he has. <laughs> medals. Medals. <laughs> From all those days, um, you know, being the rock star that Rufus was. So Rufus invites his sons to come. And then Eric's like, yeah, and Charlie should come too. And Pad is like ex-nay on the charlie bay please because i think she might have a crush on me dad you were right and we all know what happens at the dinner but then rufus takes the band out to dinner they sign him as the new producer so yay for rufy yay for rufus and that's my summary yeah it was an episode and next week's episode and the finale are like well penultimates are always so good penultimates are so good uh yeah so we're gonna take a short break when we come back we're gonna be on with jillian she is fired up about this episode uh chair stands beware yes (laughs) you're heading into murky waters right previously on one tree hill I'm Simon, and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom, and I've never seen One Tree Hill. Join us on The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, as we cover One Tree Hill in its entirety, episode by episode. Where Simon takes me on a voyage of discovery to One Tree Hill. We're spoiler-free. So if you're a first-time viewer of One Tree Hill, or a seasoned pro, we've got you covered. You can find us on all podcast platforms. And at ravenshoops.net. You just became a raven. Hope you had a great break. We are over here sweating in New York with Jill Lomsay. You ladies, how are you guys? Jillian, we are so happy to have you on this podcast. I can't believe you've never been on a TBM podcast. I was just talking with Michelle and she's like, she's never been on. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know. How did we do all of OC and not have you? And oh. it's just the matter of the draw, right? Of guest podcast hosting, but at least you're a reigning OC champion of trivia. Yes, so. you are. It makes me feel better. That is my proudest achievement. 
I want to just scream it from the rooftops and put it in my like hinge bio or something. <laughs> Can you please do that? Also, I think resume worthy as well. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, definitely. Who doesn't want to hire the reigning OC trivia champion? Yeah, you get the job right away. I'd hire For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jillian, I know you were fired up. I mean, we're, fi- we're fired up. No, we're up. fired up, too, we're and you're up. passionate. I think we're all on the same page of how passionate yes. this episode. Um, as passionate as, of lovers as Chuck and Blair are, because, you know, that was just pure passion that we saw. <laughs> it wasn't anything even resembling domestic violence. Not it was even. just pure no. Which time? Because there was multiple times. <laughs> I actually, my brother, um, Jamie, yeah. he worked at a domestic violence shelter, and I asked him to watch it and make a list of all the times that mm. Chuck displayed red flag and, like, abuser behavior. And do you want me to read it? Oh, my God, yes. yes. Please. <clears throat> Keeping tabs on her, stack of newspapers. Yes. No one understands what we have. Ignores friend who tells him their relationship isn't normal. Crashes her party. I have something she needs to hear. It's important. Won't leave party when she asks. Chuck Bass, love of her life. Turning it around on her. Physically grabs her at the party. Not going anywhere without you. Chuck has brought me into his darkness. Apologizes and then gaslights. You were never going to go through with it. I need you, Blair. You came back to me. You can never marry anyone else. You're mine. Physically grabs her, breaks glass with his fist, and she is injured. That's 17. <laughs> 17. Wow. You were counting? I was yeah, counting. I was oh, I was yeah, counting. I was counting, too. I also have an issue where I need to count a lot of times throughout the day. Might be an OCD thing. Oh. But when I go upstairs or go downstairs, I have to go one, two, I three. do that, too. <laughs> Also, when I'm peeing, I have to go one, two, because I'm pee shy. I'm oh, very I, pee shy. I told you I think of lemonade and brownies. <laughs> oh, I think deep breaths when I'm having trouble. Yes. Oh, deep breaths is good, too. Yes. Anyway, that's a, known, <laughs> that's a fact that everyone now knows about me. But, um, yeah. oh, my God, I, I love that he took the time to do this for the podcast because I think that's great. And it's mind boggling to me that 17 times in one fucking 45 minute episode, right? this guy has to do that. It also mind boggles me that people still root for Chuck and Blair. Yeah. At this point, like I don't, unless again, I don't know the ending, but I'm pretty sure at this point, there's nothing that can change my mind. <laughs> and I just, who, who is like watching this episode is like, yes, Chuck is the one for Blair. Yes. Chuck and Blair. Yes, Chuck is my favorite. I mean, we have 34 more episodes, 34 a little bit plus more episodes to go to finish the show. I don't understand how you can redeem a character in that little time. Does he go to therapy a lot? <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon to Chuck tell. Chuck in therapy? None of these oh kids go to therapy. I don't know. Ugh. I actually, I uh, found the YouTube video of it and it's called Blair slash Chuck in quotation marks punch scene oh. because apparently that's not a real punch oh. um and i like was reading the comments and i i called a few for you guys yes oh, please chuck is sexy when he's <gasps> violent chuck is really breaking here isn't he i feel sorry for him i hope blair forgives him one day <sighs> it's always been blair and chuck chuck and blair even after all these years almost a decade since the show ended and yet people still bitch and moan complaining about this scene Oh, so bad for Chuck 
during this scene. My heart just broke for him. And then you guys messaged me to say that you were ready. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Wow. My mouth is. I those, mean... were, those were some of the best ones oh. I saw. And I didn't even get all the way down the comment section. Yeah. Oh. You know what's also a doozy is the wiki page for this episode. People are fighting in the comments. And this is from 10 plus years ago. Fighting like oh. we're fighting like, for Chuck. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Chuck and Blair forever. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. I mean, when this show came out when in 2011, let's just say with those comments, okay, they're like it's, it's stepping on stepping on boundaries there. But now, like so many years later, why are we still defending this? It's not okay. Ooh. Um, I still have like shit pages for it. It doesn't make sense to me. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So besides that, overall, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> Um, it's a tough one because it has like certain really entertaining aspects of it. And I do love the Louis storyline. Um, and I feel like Boyer shows a lot of like growth and charisma and all these good things during this episode, which I enjoy seeing. And it's kind of nice to see Serena being the caddy one for once. Right. Um, it's a change of pace. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, it is like a little a little different. Shake it up a little. Although she's not good at it because she's just so blatantly evil when she tries to do these things. Yeah, she's not clever um, about it. No. No, she's really not. <laughs> no, not. But no, it was a tough episode because the only people who walk away looking good are like Blair and Louis and Eric, essentially. Right. Maybe Rufus. Rufus, and I Rufus, think. Yeah. Yeah. He was being a little shamey about the whole debacle with charlie and the setup that i didn't fully see why that was the end of the world yeah what do you think of the charlie well i mean you know you know what happens but (laughs) i mean i knew charlie was getting to this point but i was like oh with the twist with vanessa and then vanessa just inserting herself but also oh vanessa just you need to just right do we like is like Vanessa the victim here but she did insert herself or like what do you think Jillian do we think Vanessa was in the wrong for inserting herself Uh. well so at this point Vanessa is always in the wrong Yeah. beyond that is that she how is she always lurking right how is she lurking for that moment too like I can't even get past that part to see whether or not she's a villain in this situation right right uh I don't think she actually did anything particularly terrible. Like, no, she shouldn't have inserted herself, but it didn't seem like she had bad intentions for the first time. Right. So, you know, she didn't have bad intentions. It was just, it was just awkward and weird. It was just a weird setup of let me help you get in with Dan. So I know he's protected. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about this? What about this girl seems protective? Right. You, right. you don't like even her. know her. You have no idea what she's about. Yeah. She did some excellent Gossip Girl stalking. Like, yeah. That's right. what she did. And then made herself look like she was bad at it. Very manipulative. It, very, very much so. Right. Um, let's go into some questions. We'll start out with Jalance's little future hubby. I'm just kidding. Michael. <laughs> oh, I'm blushing. Oh. Hi, baby. <laughs> he says, what's Charlie and Padge's ship name? What should we call them? Chatch. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Ew. Chatch just sounds 
so terrible. Parley? Parley. Parley. Parley's cute. I, think, I don't I don't want to ship them, but we can uh but we'll give them the name. We'll give them the name just in case we have to reference them yeah, again. Parley. Um do we think Raina could be the love child of Bart and Avery? That's some tea. I was thinking that. I know you did think that originally. And I was like, ew, but that means that like we're going to do that. He said a la Lindsay and Caleb. Okay, but Raina actually <laughs> like did the do with Chuck, exact, so that's too far. Exactly. Ew, you're so right. I didn't even think about it that way because I like to re- forget Chuck from my brain, so. Yeah. Right. No, I mean they had relations. Yeah. So that would be messed of an up. Intimate nature. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, is this truly the end of Vanessa Michelle? I don't think so. <laughs> Are you gonna confirm? It's not the end. It's not the it's end. It's not the end. I know, but she'll she'll be back and we had this discussion last we did. week. So But it's like, is there a use? We don't need her anymore unfortunately and you know charlie said it best of like you are the villain now Mm -hmm. you're the perfect made villain so this is just the role that the writers i think have done her dirty yeah they made her the villain and they said it charlie says it to her you're the villain of the the show (laughs) every time you're on the screen yeah which sucks for her they broke the fourth wall a little bit that way and then also Mm -hmm. when uh blair made that comment about how uh Serena thinks that their uh, romantic fate was sealed in the 11th grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt that was very pointed. Right. And of course, you know. Right. And right. He, everything show. Yeah. And again, I don't know what happens, but I'm, I'm, I say it all the time and I hope I'm wrong about Chuck and Blair ending up together. But Nate even said to Chuck, like, we know this isn't going to last. Right. Like, I feel like a, Nate was all of us. The fourth wall breaking there too. A like little Nate bit. Saying into the audience, like, oh, we know, we know it's not going to last. Yeah. Like everyone. Right. Which Nate did a crazy turnabout in a span of hours though. I know. When yeah. he called Rena. This, this one last. And then it was, your thing isn't normal. This isn't healthy, whatever. Oh, and let me describe to you exactly where she is in intense mm. detail, mm. knowing perfectly well that you are the type of person who will go crash that party in your drunken state. Right, yeah. And Nate doesn't think. No. He doesn't think before he speaks. Nate doesn't walk out of this episode looking very good. Mm. Yeah. And my- well, and then he flip-flops where I'm going to support Chuck, and then all of a sudden when he sees Chuck in the rage, even though I, it's justified, he's like, oh, right, right now I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he doesn't, like, follow Blair at the very least, you know? Or, like, he doesn't seem to show any concern for the the situation. It's true. Really rubs me the wrong way. His first instinct is, let me go call Raina. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. That's so true. He doesn't, he didn't care about how Blair. Even see if she's okay. See if she was okay. I mean, she ran out. You don't know what that meant. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I didn't looked, even think about that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he must have, like, come out hearing at least the glass breaking, if not, like, the yelling. Right. Oh, so you would have sure. thought he could have broke it up. Like, yo, Chuck, get off of her. This is wrong. Yeah. Or even just, like, yeah. checked on her. He, he didn't need to play, like, some grand hero. But, like, Blair, are you okay? Right. We is sh- that so hard? We should have seen that. Right. I think that should have been a scene. Like, I could have done that without calling Raina and be like, I choose you. Right. We could have just understood that Nate chose 
Raina and had him just make sure Blair was fine. And then go tell, go talk to Raina. And then, yeah. And then be like, I saw what he did. I'm not okay with it. And yes, we're, I'm on your side. Right. Yeah. I know that actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I was going to say, it just occurred to me that it would be very good ammo for Raina to know that Chuck had like injured Blair. Definitely. uh, Take him down. So if she wasn't fired up already made like emotional and tactical errors in this situation mm-hmm. yeah he did not good Andrea Marie asks how do we feel about Louis and Blair Jillian take it away <laughs> uh, I love I do I feel like she is just I hate making any Chuck comparison but you know how Chuck really improved as a person with Ava yeah yeah Blair also just like found someone who brings out the best in her. Hmm. Yeah. You yeah, know, I see which that too. It's just nice to see like right. the good qualities of Blair. And even though she knew Serena was being petty and catty, she didn't get revenge. She invited her to the ball. Yeah. She's like, come with me as my best friend. She's trying to be above it. Yeah. And she said that she experiences joy with Blair. Right. And she actually does feel it because he overhears it like right you know you would you wouldn't say something if you knew someone was listening right 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 right. yeah i know i do like him i do like that oh i don't feel the passion right i don't feel it's passionate but i love how much louis loves her yeah but is it so is it too quick it's too quick for me but i like the i like their relationship it's a fairy tale (laughs) exactly that's what it is it's a fairy tale (laughs) Yeah. And Blair knows that and she doesn't want to lose that. No. Which is scary. And you know what? He's been thinking about her this whole time. Clearly. For months. Yeah. Which is f- hard for me to believe. <laughs> Just me. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. my opinion. But like, does she really make that lasting impression on him in Paris for what, a week or two? And he was thinking about her for all those months. They never even spoke. I mean, talk about a grand gesture. Right, you come, you come to New York with the shoe in hand. Yeah, like you're, like you're a prince with Cinderella. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's all very carrying it like it's on a tray. Right, right. It's all very fairy tale, very yeah. romanticized, big grand gestures. Yeah. And that's what I feel their relationship is—a big grand gesture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Serena in this episode? Her actions. Mm. Well, it's third episode of no guys for Serena, so right. that's refreshing. But like, right. like Jillian said, her being, you know, like evil is just—it's just doesn't work for her. No, she good. is really just dark, and I don't know. It's not entertaining, right? And like, what was she going to benefit? Her calling Louise mother and sabotaging their relationship. Like, but it didn't matter anyway because Louis was going to fight for it. It's so. almost not believable either. Right. It's almost like Serena knows it's not believable of what <laughs> she's doing. Right. Like, Do you know she, what I mean? she was just helping Sophie just to help. Just her. to like be evil, but also it's like this isn't not her nature. I don't know. It didn't come off believable that she was being this type of person. Right. Right. right That's right. what I thought anyway. Yeah. Agreed. What about you, Jillian? I mean, I know we briefly talked about Serena. Well, it's just. She she's so unsubtle when she's lying or yeah. whatever have you. Like that first conversation in their room, she was just being so openly not genuine about her happiness for Blair and 
oh, you deserve it. Oh, we all knew. Right. You're a bad actress. Yeah. I know you hate liars, Serena. Serena, but like, <laughs> maybe just because she's jealous that she can't lie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, man, I'm just bad at this. <laughs> she's bad at something for once, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we think is Raina's next step? I mean, we know she called Jack, but what does that mean, Michelle? Oh, my gosh. Well, this Jack situation, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see him next episode, right? Yes. Okay, you are. can confirm yes, that. Yes, we are. So I guess he's going to do something. Right now, he owns... Can we give... Can you give me a... Ten- does he own any... He owns Bass Australia? New Zealand? New Zealand? Jillian, do you know he owns Bass Industries? <laughs> I have put Chuck or Jack Bass out of my mind. Okay, yeah, he's... I did too. Because <laughs> I don't somewhere else, like, and I feel like he's going to try to get with Raina because he's mm. the worst in a bass. So I guess she's going to try to use him to manipulate Chuck to take him down. Like, well, what's, that what would be the ultimate? ultimate win for her like what would be her goal how she'd take chuck down kill him kill him <laughs> god one can only hope eye for an eye position right? let me just say that yeah eye for an eye i don't know just make him suffer okay yeah i'll let you marinate on that yeah one. i have to marinate <laughs> uh what do we think charlie actually wants chaos yeah Yeah. like status serena blair that lifestyle clearly yeah but is dan the one that she should pick yeah but he would be nate you know no 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 (laughs) pad is easy to manipulate totally she's already in with him Mm -hmm. he's the one to like easily you know plus has she met nate yet no i don't think she's met anyone else to be honest Nate's preoccupied you know doing his thing but right yeah have power i don't know what kind of power i don't i'm not really sure just to be manipulative i guess status chaos mess with people because it's fun and she can right i mean you're living on the upper east side with your very wealthy aunt and your socialite cousin i mean you have power yeah she sure does so jillian what did you think of the whole scene of charlie setting up this elaborate dinner michelle and i were unsettled with the fact that dan just like gave her the key (laughs) we're like what yeah who like rejects someone and then immediately is like (laughs) but here's the key to my apartment right right oh go throw a party for me that's not suggestive at all right yeah i (laughs) I just, it just did not sit well with me at all. No, not at all. Oh, my goodness. No. Uh, Tish wants to know, will Blair and Louise marriage go through? So part of me feels like we'll get to the altar, and then she'll be like, I can't do it. And mm. then it's going to be Chuck. Is that, uh, how, is that how it's going to happen uh, at the finale? Is that what we're leading up to? Uh, yeah. I'm I, like, Ugh. I, or, I can't see this going through. You can't see it going no. through. No. I can see so it getting they, close. They can get close enough to the altar, but that's where it ends. Yeah. Okay. In the end, you'll be like, I can't go through with this. Right. Well, do we think Charlie and Padge will actually date? I could see like some like you know weird flirtation dates mm. happening, maybe a kiss. Even though she, he's like, I can't get involved with you, but like n- he has no one right now. Right. He doesn't have any friends. Right. And he doesn't have a love interest. Right. So All she he has is his daddy and his brother. 
Right. And she's manipulating the situation of like, no, 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 we're just friends. We're just becoming close. But then you like work into the friend zone and then work into more than that. Okay. Tish wants to know, Jillian, your favorite storyline so far on Gossip Girl. Like of all of them ever? I guess up to um, up to season four where we are now, what has been your favorite plot oh, or yeah. storyline? No, I'm not going to spoil the oh, dancing penguin <laughs> from season six for Michelle, please. Um, <laughs> favorite? Wow. They're all so terrible. Or what, um, what maybe like your the juiciest or the one you like enjoyed watching the most? Like maybe a hate watch? Yeah, hate watch. Oh, well, I mean, this is pure hate watch at this point. <laughs> um, I think really anything involving Miss Carr was some good hate watching. Mm. Um, you know, even just like the early days, how much I hated Chuck and then seeing how the character or the writers decided to make him a good character after he sexually assaulted two women in the pilot. Right. Yep. Never yeah. forget. Also, you just, I love to scream at the TV while watching it. I don't scream at the TV while watching the OC. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How many times have you watched Gossip Girl? Is this your first and and first time through, or are you hate watch it occasionally? What's your what's your your journey? I remember starting to watch it when I was pretty young, like when it was first on. Um, but I did it in secret in our basement because I didn't want my parents to know, oh. and then I stopped because. I just did and eventually I started up again probably in high school early college and watched the whole thing and uh wow I did not get much from it except for anger Mm. and aggression and irritability so so is this you guys are lucky that I love you guys so much (laughs) (laughs) so this is like your first real rewatch that my first and last first and last yeah. rewatch for the podcast much appreciated oh, much appreciated Joey. we love you yes i love you too <laughs> do you have a favorite villain tish wants to know or an anti-hero Ooh. um i mean you have to say georgina yes. right like she lights up the screen when she comes it's gonna be it's gonna be something it's gonna be big which is one of the things i like about her and she manages to do it without being as problematic as most of the other ones. Right. It's yeah. kind of like done and the whole thing explodes, but she kind of just like, I'm going to walk away from this. <laughs> I love Georgina. Figure it out yourselves, but I started it all. She's so fun. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. I just love her character. I look forward so much. to seeing her again. Yes, me too. Uh, Vic was stunned by this episode as, uh, as she knew she would be because of all of Jillian's comments, but <laughs> She says, do we think Blair said yes to Louis because she knows she can never be happy with Chuck? Yes. I think so. Yes. And I think a little bit of... Of the fantasy. Of the fantasy and also like, screw you, Chuck. I'm not going to give in to this. Yeah. And I'm glad that she was... She's made that decision. You know, she didn't give in to him. Right. Right there. Yeah. What do you think of the relationship? Well, Blair's the way she feels towards Louis, do we think it's genuine Jillian? Do you think she cares? I mean, we, we think she cares. We think she thinks she cares, (laughs) you know? I mean, they genuinely do seem to have a lot in common and they did have the ultimate meet cute 
um, in front of the painting. They did. Um, I think it's genuine. She does seem happy. I want her to be happy. She's a much better person when she's happy. It's much easier to watch her when, like, in this episode, as opposed to when she is, like, doing some sort of harebrained scheme that doesn't actually work. Yeah. And get everyone says she's a great schemer. She's not. She sucks at scheming. Most of them go bad. Yeah. They all do. I know. I wish we see this version of her more. Right. I mean, we, we do and we don't. Like, this season, I definitely feel, has been the best light on Blair yeah, so agree. far. I mean, I, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, and she hasn't been with Chuck. She hasn't been with Chuck since end of three. So it's been a while. It's been great. It's been nice for yeah. us. Awesome. Yeah. And even her and Chuck being mutual was of like this respect of like their friendship. I was like, this is great. This is, this works. Right. This is where it should be. It's where it should be. I don't see the growth like they they said, yes, we love each other. We just can't be together right now because Blair wants to have her empire and you want to have your empire. And that was a civil conversation. Why we couldn't just leave it at that. And then down the line, then, yes, if you want to get back together, that would make sense to me. But to have all this back and forth again with Chuck now realizing, okay, Blair is going to be engaged it's like you lost your chance, bud. Well, Just let it go. And if it meant to be, then you come back together. We could have even seen him just drinking by himself sad instead of showing up drunk at the party right. and assaulting That her, would have right? been a mature step. Because I think they're still trying to build this, like, there's just this deep passion for Chuck and Blair and Chuck is, like, grieving and all of this, right? Okay. Show him by mm-hmm. himself, you know, deteriorating. Right. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> by himself and we'll just leave it at that right yeah it's just not fun to watch no at all no uh she wants to know how long before serena and blair are friends again (laughs) i mean yeah probably next episode (laughs) um i don't remember to be honest if they make up next episode Uh, my prediction is probably yeah okay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do we think is the shadiest thing that Blair and Serena have ever done to each other? Ooh, Jillian, what That's do you think? That's juicy. Ooh. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like in the first or second episode when Blair like tries to humiliate. Oh, no, the Yale one. When they go to Yale, the Yale one's way better than that. <laughs> when Blair says it's a good idea to be like the man she killed. Who do you think looks bad in this situation, Blair? Right. right. Yeah, that was bad. Whoa. Yes. What was that second season, I think, right? Yeah, because they were touring college. Yeah, they were graduating that year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, th- that one definitely, I think, is probably the worst one. That's a good question. That is a good question. It is. Mm. Angelina wants to know, how big of a threat do we think Sophie Grimaldi is to Blair? Hmm. Wow. Is she going to give in? I think that this is just going to cause, it's already caused a big rift, but it's going to cause an even bigger rift. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I have for that. Jillian, do you have any um, uh, notes or points you'd like to discuss? Well, 
I don't want to like dwell on the DV aspects of this, but I did uh, print off uh, the Joshua Safran, the producer, writer, whatever, his comments on this episode. Yes, I have that in my trivia, but I will let you please. Oh, you can. No, go ahead. I would love I would love for everyone to hear it from your mouth and in the rest of the trivia I will sum up what all the other critics said. So please tell everyone what Joshua Safran had to say about the Chuck and Blair scene. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh it hurts me. The way we viewed it, I think it's very clear that Blair is not afraid in those moments for herself. They have a volatile relationship. They always have, but I do not believe or I should say we do not believe, that it is abuse when it's the two of them. Chuck does not try to hurt Blair. He punches the glass because he has rage, but he has never and will never hurt Blair. He knows it and she knows it. And I feel it's very important to know that she is not scared. If anything, she is scared for Chuck and what he might do to himself, but she is never afraid of what he might do to her. Leighton and I were very clear about that which is why she runs out of the room terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. When I read that, my mouth was... Dry. And then to read what all the everyone else has to say to his statement, they're like, I'm sorry, what? That's not okay. <laughs> Perez Hilton. <laughs> um, I also have two, two other, uh, you know, uh, writers. They were like, uh, no. So I will read that in trivia. But I'm, I can't... I'm just so shocked by that that he would say that Blair wasn't afraid of Chuck she was afraid for him I mean in a way (laughs) no but regardless you don't use that force towards another person and you don't like the way he acted I don't care if the person's not afraid you just don't do that you just don't do it that's the problem it's the action that took place and the fact that you think you have the control over someone else like that yes karina mckenzie stated um we were felt we were left wondering if saffron missed the part where he she went home bleeding because chuck was using physical intimidation to release his own emotions right right i'm gonna be make this big scene so you will feel bad for me and that we you know you understand where i'm coming from like no you don't need to punch glass you punch glass that cut my face you cut my face so that's not okay. No. I yeah, I know when I read that, I was like, no, 2011, <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it hurt me. It hurt me. But hopefully he's grown. <sighs> I hope that, you know, the the light of 2021 and the new Gossip Girl reboot, he has different eyes <laughs> with things and situations like that. What do you think, I think Jillian, have to about have. this reboot? You have any um, thoughts about it? I have not kept up about it too much. Um, I mean, realistically, I'll almost definitely watch it. But, you know, it just seems like it's going to be more of the same, but with, like, a little virtue signaling by adding in, like, people who aren't white and straight. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they don't actually want to make stories about that. They just want to make people who are catty who aren't you know right yes gospel is now right so maybe they'll shock me right maybe they'll do amazing sweetie but (laughs) (laughs) i'm not holding my breath for anything life-changing 
Yeah, I think we're just gonna, you know, watch the spectators and take it for what it is and hope for the best, but expect it not to, you know, knock our socks off. Yeah. Also, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ex- I am excited for it to I think I'm also excited to watch something that's in our realm that I can watch. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That hasn't been out and to experience it right. for the and, first time. And I think we're all going to be watching it weekly. Yes. From it's HBO, so it makes sense that they would release it weekly. So right. it's nice to kind of like recoup each week and relax and it. watch one episode and talk about it and just have from like that standpoint yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm hopefully I will be shocked though. Hopefully, but we won't hold our breath. Yeah. I mean, Kristen <laughs> Bell is one of my top oh, loves of my life. I know. So that her voice will be in it makes it okay to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like these people have you know Savage and Schwartz and Saffron like they all have to be good people enough for a Kristen Bell to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna come back and be the voice of Gossip Girl. I mean, who else could do it? No one else could do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jillian, we loved, loved having you on tonight. Thank you, darling. (laughs) Thank you, Jillian. Always a blast. We love to hear what you have to say. We love the, uh, the enthusiasm of the (laughs) the chair things. Michelle and I are wondering if anyone's out there and, to be the no judgment we love you are you still shipping chair at this point in the podcast or in the season season four episode 20 are you shipping chair still just let us know yes, we're curious send it to list and be, maybe it's because i got to this episode in the future send yeah. it to list no, tell me she'll tell read me, it tell she'll me filter why. it and then she'll tell me yes tell me why tell me why ain't nothing but a chair <laughs> a break. chair break we just oh. need to know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all anyway Jillian. Thanks, Jillian. We love you, girl. And we will speak to you very soon on Discord. Thank you, Jalonce. Jillian loves Beyonce, guys. If you haven't already noticed by her name, Jalonce. Jalonce, great guest. We loved you. We got off mic like, oh, Jillian, she's so good. She's so great. Again, I can't believe she's been with us for so long. (laughs) She's never been a. Sorry. I'm like, I feel bad about that. I'm like, but we've I been know. there when we pick. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, man? I know. Yeah. But so glad. Thanks, Jillian. We got to have her on. Yeah. Um, Some more trivia. The episode title is based off the movie The Princess and the Frog. They received a 7.4 on IMDb and was watched by 1.27 million viewers. Wow. The episode was con- considered to be one of the most controversial of the series, causing Stir on Chuck becoming physical towards Blair and borderline abusive. Borderline. Y'all, I don't know who writes this show. <laughs> you were. Or who writes this trivia. Abusive. But he's already been abusive. This abusive. is We already know. This is not borderline. Beginning of the show. So uh, the critics gave it mixed to bad reviews for Chuck's domestic violence, but also they felt Serena's actions were a bit out of character and inconsistent. Quote, we really don't believe that Serena would go so far out of her way to ruin Blair's chance to be a princess just because Blair kissed Dan once, whom Serena isn't in a relationship in and is related to. Well, that's what I was saying, too, is that it's not it's not believable of her being like this. Right. It's believable for Blair, but not for Serena. Serena gets over things as we know. Right. So it doesn't make sense. Um, 
Jillian read the uh, Joshua Safran statement about chair. And we have Perez Hilton saying he disagrees, stating, is this what the writers and crew wanted to showcase to their audience? That it's okay to treat supposed loves of your life like this because you're going through issues? Karina McKenzie stated, we're left wondering if Safan missed a part where she went home bleeding because Chuck was using physical imitation to release his own emotions. Jody Berman later addressed Safran's description of the controversial scene, considering how terrified Blair looked at the end of the encounter and how quickly she got out of there. The show is sending a mixed message at best. Mm -hmm. She went on to state, we have no right to expect Gossip Girl to be a paragon of mortality or even realism, but the idea that true love requires taking a shot of glass to the face is disturbing in the alternative soap opera dimension. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. Tish has some deleted scenes. Ooh. Tish T. Can we have a little Oh, I love Tish's tea. I sip it all the time. I sip it all the time. She said there's two deleted scenes this week. One where Charlie is getting ready to go out with Padge and she's getting ready and her and Eric are talking about talking and he sees that she's trying on Louboutins and he asks her about them and she says oh Lily gave me her credit card and Eric looks at her stunned and says like she should have not taken it and Eric says she's no she's under house arrest she definitely would love to shop vicariously through you but why don't you use your Rhodes trust fund don't we all get access at 18 and she looks at him and was like what trust fund Mm. another one where louis confronts serena and said last night my mom was altered to gossip girl and nobody seems to know how she found out but she did tell me that you were the one who altered her to mine and blair's relationship he then asks her why you would sabotage your best friend and she said at first i did it for selfish reasons but in the end i didn't want to hurt her or you you are nice for her for her what she wants is dark and twisted chuck bass then Louise says, Blair assured me that her and Chuck are over. And Serena says, I don't know what she told you, but Blair will never be over with Chuck. Ooh, those are good scenes. I know. I wish we saw them. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we had some music by Stella Project, Nicki Minaj, Oland, Bright Eyes, and Les, Les Bellas. Bellas. <laughs> Bellas. Bellas. <laughs> uh, headbands, none. No? No. Right? Uh, Blair's old phone I was living for. With the B. I love it. I want that phone. With the crystals. Oh, God, yeah. I loved it. Chuck and facial hair was good. You know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, so Blair's shoes with the pink gown, the dress, looked so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. She was if like, you oh, notice okay. how she is in her room and she's walking back where she could barely walk. She was ready to take those shoes off. Yeah, ready. I did her. like that dress on her. It was a pretty. It dress. was pretty. Yeah. Um, I know some people weren't thrilled about her hair choice, but I felt like it worked with the dress. Yeah, I wouldn't it necessarily did. call it my favorite, uh, hair look on her, but I did like when her hair was rolled on the one side yeah. when she yeah. met up with Louise's mother. She also had an eggplant robe that I thought was yeah. pretty. Did we like Rufus's uh jacket? Sure, Rufie. Dan in a leather jacket on, like, Danny Zuko vibes here with the sideburns. Hey, Badgie Zuko. <laughs> uh, Nate had a black bomber jacket, which I liked. Yeah. And I liked Blair's lace rosette black dress. 
And Vanessa's leather jacket had like the fur on the head. Oh, Vanessa. <laughs> Some quotes? Yeah. I have, there's a chart in my room I'd rather attend to. <laughs> Louis is fantastic. <laughs> Michelle can't read her handwriting. <laughs> that should go on the bingo board. That should go on it's the bingo board. I edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my problems were as simple as Blair's little thing. I worry she moving too fast. I must buy my pillow box hat. A big, terrible Upper East Side lie. Maybe I do damage myself. Why are you dressed like the Fonz? <laughs> I promise to wow the tiara right off her head. You're You're kind of spaz in a great way. What kind of wasn't that such a weird line? What a weird comment to say to someone. Yeah, I'll make sure he takes his vitamins. Nothing like using a rock to get out of a hard place. This prince is growing on me by minute. I I were uh, too much is just the right amount. I guess that was Blair. Uh, MVP and shittiest. I really struggled with my MVP. I felt like I could give it to a bunch of different people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ready? I have a MVP and a blue, blue ribbon. ribbon. Okay. Yeah. Three, Three two, one, Rufus. Louis. Oh. I think I'm just excited that we're giving him something. Hell yeah. Rufus is a great choice. I picked Louis. I felt like, you know, he's a hopeless romantic. He's going against his family. He's trying to follow his heart. He he's, he's sweet. He's going after love. He's going after love. Will also picked Louis. Uh, Jillian picked Bluey, Blair, and Louie. Uh-huh. Audrea, Marie, Lisa, Tish, and Vic all picked Blair. And Jillian picked uh, a blue ribbon for Eric. Oh, my blue ribbon is also Eric. Because Eric was a great blue I ribbon. I liked his, uh, you know, straight shooting sense. Me too. I almost picked him as my MVP and then yeah. I changed it. Yeah. Shittiest? Yeah. 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 Three, Three two, two, one, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Yep. Will, Audrey, and Marie, Jillian all picked Chuck. Lisa picked Serena. And uh, Tish and Vic picked Serena and Chuck together. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Is it time for Betty of the Week? Betty of the Week? I think it is. You're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. You're a total Betty. This week, I chose someone very near and dear to TBM. Saucy Shawnee. Saucy Shawnee. (laughs) Sean. Hi. Hey, Sean. It's been a hot minute. We're so happy to have you on Discord. You're uh, participating in Gossip Girl. You're a teacher. We know it's hard for you that, you know, to be able to chat with us. And now that you're back, it's so nice to see you and have you in there and chat all Gossip Girl loving things. And now hopefully you can relax a little bit in the summer months. Yeah. Um, But we look forward to all of your... All of your commentary all the time. Thanks for your support, Sean. Thank you, Sean. You've been with us for a while now. Yeah. A very long time now. We have some birthdays. We sure do. We have a, a happy birthday to our a good friend, Alexis, on the 17th of June. And Emily, who, oh my God, you've been with us forever. Wow. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. June 20th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, girls. Okay, it's time for... The title for next week, the penultimate episode of 
season four. Wow. Wow. We're here. Wow. I remember like putting out the schedule and being like, wow, July is so far away. Uh, it's really not. No, it's not <laughs> at all. When you mark it in weeks by Gossip Girl, it's just 22 I weeks. Know. That was it's it. It's so true. Isn't it so weird when you do that, when you look at your life as episodes? As episodes each week. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. And like props to us because we have not missed one week this mm-hmm. entire season. Not that we would, guys. But, you know, sometimes things happen. But for wow. the entirety of season four, we've just been like Thursday, 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 Thursday. <laughs> We are consistent bitches. We're consistent bitches. Oh, my God. Let's get shirts that say consistent bitches. I'm not kidding. I'm putting it up right now on Teespring. (laughs) That is something that's in my nature. I mean, I'm very consistent. Consistent bitches. Love it. Yeah. Um, But the title for next week Mm -hmm. is Shattered Bass. Mm. Mm. Like shattered glass, Mm -hmm. I guess. Is that a movie? Don't know. I mean, it has to be, right? My three gossip words are three gossip words. Refill <laughs> her face. <laughs> what? Habits. Construction. Hmm. It's a good one. Lots of stuff so happened. So it in just this makes episode. me think mm. there was like a habit with drugs and we're getting a refill of Mm -hmm. that and maybe construction that has to do with bass industries and then that's what reina is gonna use jack to manipulate that that's gonna come to a halt Mm. but because chuck is so down in the dumps i feel like nothing's really moving forward with bass industries okay all right that's a good prediction um refill and habits go hand in hand you think yeah who but, are they about? But, okay, so it could be with Chuck, but we haven't really seen him have a substance abuse problem, unless I'm missing something. I mean, his whole life is a substance no, abuse problem. No, I get problem. that, but we haven't seen him. Have we seen no, him like prescribed he, on anything? No, he's... So then that makes me think this has to do with Charlie. Mm. And I think this this will have to do with her. Because she had to be monitored. We still don't Very know close what happened. Very close on a close watch. An there incident. was an incident. She had to be monitored. So I think we're, that's going to lead towards her. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. You marinate. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the marination. Yeah. While you do that, let's pick an emoji. Okay. What should we do this week? Hmm. Trying to think of something that has nothing to do with Chuck and breaking glass. <laughs> should it be the ring? Ooh, the ring. Yeah. The engagement ring. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get Send us an ring. engagement ring and you know where to put it. Put it in you that. Sure, do Apple Podcast review. I mean, it rhymed. I know. <laughs> uh, every week, I give you guys an update of how we're doing. We're, we're, still, we're still doing good. We're still doing good, <laughs> but our numbers even went up more. What? We it's use crazy. a service called Chartable. And so we are charting, which is amazing. And then I go behind the scenes and I look at the analytics of the listens and we see all of you listening and every week it keeps going up and I'm like, yes. And then part of me is like, it's probably going up because Gossip Girl's coming back in July. So we're going to ride that coattail. But also I think you're enjoying this podcast. (laughs) So yay. Yeah. So if you are enjoying the podcast and you haven't yet rated and reviewed us on Apple podcast, please do. Yes. Please it would do. help us out so much. We want to know that you're loving the show. If you're not loving the show, just keep going fast forward yeah, no, to no. the end of the episode. But if you're not loving it, don't leave us a review. If don't you listen do on Apple Podcasts, 
please and thank you in advance yeah it really it helps us out so much it means everything and and hey i get it if you're like yeah i'll do it later but like maybe now (laughs) while you're listening while you're listening just pause we'll wait we'll wait you don't even have to pause just like scroll down and then tap the stars and be like wow and then you you can can be like haha listening right now yeah love (laughs) this ring emoji and send. <laughs> XOXO, your name. XOXO, whoever you are, we would love to hear from you yeah. and uh, tell us, you know, all about your Gossip Girl love. The other exciting thing that's happening is on the 24th. 24th of June. We're going live. We are live. Having a live Oh my God, show. so nerve-wracking for kind some of. reason. I think the only thing that will kind of is like, I'll probably have to wear real clothes. I know, we're usually in sweats. Like right now, I'm wearing a tank top and sweatpants. Yeah, I'm always in sweatpants here. Yeah. Sweatpants, we still slippers. be in sweatpants. I mean, you get the real deal here. The real deal the, pickle. The real deal pickle. Mm-hmm. But Shanna's going to join us. Yeah, my sissy will be here. She's going to hopefully help us monitor all of the things that are happening on the live stream because it's going to be a lot of moving yeah. parts. <laughs> so if you're into that, stay tuned. We'll put the link on our Patreon, which yes. will be public. Public. All you so, have to do is go to totalbuddymedia.com and it will be pinned to the top. Not to worry. You'll find it. it. It's free for everyone. Just come say hello. You get to meet with our patrons. You get to say hello to us. So yeah. come come join us. If you're into watching us podcasts, talk. <laughs> then you get to see that yeah and if you're not then you'll just listen to the you'll episode just listen to the episode of the week but prior. what's cool about this is we're gonna watch the episode and then you get to hear our thoughts like right that directly day, instead of waiting a whole week right if you're into that right 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 that's the advantage that's the advantage thank you michelle you're welcome before we leave i have to give you a treat yay a will's treat and guess what michelle this was submitted by you it was what did I characters is tea. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. She's like, what was that? <laughs> cool. So Gossip Girl characters as tea. Mm. Blair. Matcha. Will's favorite tea for his favorite character who drops the best tea. Love matcha. Chuck. Kenyan black tea. Dark and bitter. For Ooh. sure. Serena. Chamomile. Pretty and elegant. Ugh, oh, I, I hate, hate chamomile. chamomile. <laughs> I hate chamomile tea so much. Yeah. Dan, Yerba Mate. Oh my God. Previously unknown outside its place of origin, it's in right now. That's so mm-hmm. true. Yep. Nate, English breakfast, a rich tea with a rich history. Eric, mint, a simple, soothing tea. Oh, we love mint yes. tea. Jenny, hibiscus tea, simultaneously sweet and tart. Mm-hmm. Love that as well. Vanessa, Da Hung Po, red robe, earthy flavor. I've Ooh. never had that before. Rufus, chai, best with a latte. Mm, Lily, jasmine, subtly sweet. Mm-hmm. Bart, smoky chai tea from Short and Stout Tea Company in Albany. His building went up in flames and he's a little shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Stout Tea Company in Albany. What's up? Whoa. And Maureen, Ruboy's Tea, Red and Fiery. Oh, there we go. There she is. Get her in. 
Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. In the description for this episode, there are many things you can find. But in addition to those many things, there is a Will's Treat link. So all you have to do is click on the Google Doc and just submit a topic. And hopefully he'll get to your topic. So um, if you haven't done that already, please do. Thanks, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jillian. Thanks, Jalonze. Jillian. We love you, girl. And uh, we're ticking up. Here we go. Tick, 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 tick. tick. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. After Dark. Show. Oh my god, you guys are all gonna see us. And I hopefully you all do it with us with your arms in the air and wiggling. Flailing around. Okay, we're in after dark. Jillian says they really made it look like Vanessa was gossip girl in this episode. I said that when we were watching. That's the tea. Yeah. Imagine. That'd be we, a good spin. That would be a, a good little spin. redemption, kind of. Sort of. It's like, oh, but then it, she has a purpose. There's a, right. There's a purpose there, but it's also like, oh, everyone hated you the whole time anyway, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lisa asks, okay, so I was listening to Petty and Pink and had a thought. How is everyone on the Gossip Girl map? Knowing who Gossip Girl is, it makes sense that Blair and Serena and their friend group were on it, but people who don't know who Gossip Girl is, is how do they think people get added? Who who don't know who Gossip Girl is, how do you think they get added? It can't be everyone who logs into Gossip Girl or you would just have a big bunch of dots everywhere, but it doesn't make sense that only a small group of people would be on the map. Yeah, I know. Maybe the logistics weren't figured out. No, they were like, this is cool. Let's just have dots. We don't need to get into the details. Because I always thought like, oh, if you sign up, you can maybe. No, but wouldn't they turn that off? Maybe you could turn off your location services. Right, but like Serena and Blair don't care to turn off their location because well, they're like they I want mean, everyone to know Blair, who they are. Like, she loves being like she loves being on Gossip Girl. Right. She even says that to Louise's mom. Like, oh, none of those girls have ever like had a paparazzi follow you all the time, pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. When in real life, it's just mm-hmm. Dan. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, interested point, to see. Again, how they explain some things, but um, I have a little email from Joshua. Joshua. Joshua made it to season four. Welcome. He wanted to share his main theory of Gossip Girl, of who the identity was while he was watching the series as a teenager. Mm-hmm. It was common knowledge that Serena was out of control. In the episode where Lily, Lily looks through Serena's things and finds the flash drive with the guy she liked, Lily says that she has nothing to do... Has Wow. Lily says that she has to do something she's done before, meaning that Lily had to dig for the truth to know what Serena was doing. In the episode where Blair goes to war with Rachel, the school administrator suggests getting the Gossip Girl website shut down, to which Lily quickly opposed to saying, if you take it down, many other sites will take its place. If you watch the promo for the episode where they show Lily as a teenager, they have a slogan that reads, before Gossip Girl, there was only one girl. Oh, I Okay, I believe that Lily created Gossip Girl as a way to keep tabs on her daughter and her whereabouts. Imagine being a parent of a beautiful teenage girl who gets in trouble constantly with sex, drugs, and murder. 
Lily came became so desperate, so she launched a site that she knew would appeal to teenagers as a way to be up to date on everything Serena did. I also believe that Lily was not working alone and that she slowly recruited other parents to join her to keep the website active. Bart Bass is probably the easiest to persuade in joining as Chuck's behavior at the end of the timeline at the time was horrendous. For all we know, Eleanor, Harold, the captain, Anne, and many other parents were recruited so that they could have known what their kids were doing. When I saw the episode Valley Girls spinoff, I thought that that maybe there was going to be a special connected episode at some point that explained how Lily came up with the idea to spy on her daughter if it ever came out. Let me explain. Imagine if Gossip Girl aired Wednesday night and Valley Girl aired Thursday night. On Thursday, we would get the Gossip Girl series finale in which we learn Lily is Gossip Girl. On Thursday, we get a Valley Girls episode showing how young Lily came up with the idea of Gossip Girl to spy on someone. Wow. When people would ask me, who do you think Gossip Girl is? I would say, I think it's the parents led by Lily. Note, I was always unsure if Rufus was in the conspiracy or not. On one hand, when Jenny was getting out of control, I could see how Lily would recruit him to help him know what she was up to. But on the other hand, I doubt Rufus would have allowed Gossip Girl to post anything about Jenny losing her virginity. I am now in season four of the podcast, and I'm a little upset that Dan was outed. So Michelle won't get the experience and the reveal the no. way I did. I know. Yeah. Tell me about it, Joshua. <laughs> we all feel that way, Joshua. <sighs> you know? But, but there is this freedom. It's so free. I mean, there's other things we can't talk about here, but right. it's freeing it's to freeing know. And also now this exists. This right. fun roller coaster. <laughs> fun but like, wow, what a good theory. That's a great theory. That could have worked. That definitely could have worked. It would have and you know what? For Lily, it could have worked for her because yeah. she's she toys on the edge of being evil and not evil all the time. Right. So that definitely would that could have been a possibility. That would have been great. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got a Gossip Girl text. Yeah. Got two Gossip Girl texts. Yeah. And, we, and they were fun because last week we're like, wow, it's been so quiet. I know. It's so funny. And then we got two. And then and the, then the trailer released. The trailer released yesterday, last night. I'm into it. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good. I mean, like we said with Jillian, we'll see if we're disappointed. But Liz and I were talking about this off mic of is got has Gossip Girl well Liz said that under her understanding, Gossip Girl was shut down. Right. So when it was revealed. from what I understand without yeah, telling too much. Without telling too much, the website had been taken down. Right. So and so the screen what well, the summary of the of the show is after the screen went black this tw- you know eight years later this is what happens so that's my interpretation of what they were saying like the sh- that the website was shut down right so does that mean they all get a ping and it's back up right like oh god girls up again following right and also this time around as i said it's an app so they were saying oh well someone has to control this app someone had to have originated it who was that bring it back bring it back god yeah that's gonna be some tea so i wonder if that's gonna play a part of this big mystery of who's gossip girl or are they gonna is it gonna be kind of like in the books where it wasn't really that big of a deal right that's what they said right that's what they said but i guess it could always nobody really knew nobody still knows what the details are of the show so could have just been a rumor that that was the case. Right. And maybe they're like, oh, no, Gossip Girl is definitely going to be a thing. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited, though. We have like a month. 
from when we're recording, right? It's the eighth. Oh, so less than a month. Less than a month. Yeah. Yeah. Till it airs, and we'll be covering it, guys. Not to worry. Let's see. Wait, hold on. I'm just, July eighth. I'm just curious. Guess, guess what the eighth is. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. Gossip <laughs> Girl continues on Thursday. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's it's meant to be. It is totally meant to be. So does that mean Gossip Girl is going to be on every Thursday? Most so likely. So literally nothing really changes in our... Well, in our I mean, it will change, but as far as like scheduling, it doesn't really change. No. That kind of <laughs> works out nicely. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, until next week, we're also going to have a patron on. Yeah. Said patron has not been chosen yet, but Ooh. whoever you are, it's a good one and we're excited to have you. Um, it is a wild ride these next two episodes as everyone has teased for you. So yes, yes, they have. They do deliver. Sweet. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Until next week, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to three gossip girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at three gossip girls pod or at three gossip girls pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.